what God was doing through you when you when he gave you that 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 topic Terrell was supposed to minister today I'm gonna tell you just how intentional God is Terrell was I don't even do you know what his subject was he was supposed to minister you were supposed to minister actually Saturday Terrell came up last night and said I can't I can't do uh, uh, t today but can you switch with me so then he asked did you ask Ed or how did that all happen so he asked Ed what can you do today and uh, it's just so God y'all because your your title <laughs> you hear from God <laughs> your title is Lord or you said is that you Lord my title tonight is when God seems silent. The scriptures he was using, y'all were saying stuff that's in my notes. I'm like, I don't need to teach this. But then God said this. He said, I need them to tune in. I need them to hear what I'm really trying to say. What are the chances of us talking about the same thing? And even, and, and I even had in my notes here, you know, sometimes God will shift things in our life or cause things not to happen, but we're not supposed to fret because he knows exactly what he's doing. You did a powerful job. You really did. In fact, I, I was like, oh, now how do I come back after that? Because you just, you taught my message. Everything I was going to talk about, he said. But you know what? God wanted us to hear it two times. He says two times because you ain't been listening. We have not been listening, y'all. And so this message is, is for all of us to really lock in to hear what God is saying. Just like Pastor even said this. He said, I mean, what better time to listen is during the fast. All of us want to hear God, right? There's some situations that we're dealing with. We got to hear God. We want to hear his voice. We want to know what to do. We want to get some instructions on what to do, right? And so we are actually in position. This week we're in position to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying in this hour. And I was brought to tears because I was like, Jesus, only you could have orchestrated this. And, and it brought me to tears because it was such, it was such a, it was such a, a, a passion in his heart for us to know he still talks to us. You know, in the Bible, all through the Bible, it talks about, you know, Abraham. He talked to Abraham. He talked to Noah. He told Noah to build an ark, and it hadn't even rained. He told, he told matter of fact, he talked to Abraham one time when, when, Sarah, when uh, Hagar was tripping, and Sarah was like, she got to go. And <laughs> he told Abraham, listen to your wife. God has been talking to us from the beginning of time until today. And he wants us to lock in and know that he's still the same God. Matter of fact, the scripture says he's no respecter of person. What he did for them, he'll do for us. So we don't have to go through this life aimlessly. We don't have to go through this life not really uh, knowing what to do, how to do it. We, do, we, we go through this life, though, because we choose not to lock in. It's a choice. It is a choice. And there is a price to pay. 
you know, the scripture says, be still and know. So there's a stillness that we've got to enter into. We've been, we're too busy. One of the things we got to do is we got to learn to listen. You know, we, we don't do a good job, let alone God. We don't listen to our, our spouses. We don't listen to our children. We don't listen to the boss. We don't listen. We don't listen like we should. We don't even listen to the spirit of God inside us. And so this, this, this was so God that he, this is on his heart and this is in his mind. I want people to know that I still speak. I want people to know that they can talk to me anytime. So my title is, When God Seems, keyword seems, silent. All through the Bible we read about God talking to people. As I said earlier, you know, Abraham, you can find that in Genesis 21, 12. Um, and he, 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 he wanted uh, Abraham to listen to uh, Sarah because um, his descendants would be named through Isaac. God called Samuel, um, uh, the son of, of Hannah, basically, three times to tell him about Eli and his family. Three times he just spoke his name. Three times. How many times have God been speaking your name? God spoke to Moses, go get my people in Egypt. Uh, when Jesus was baptized, remember, the, 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 the dove descended and it said, this is my son who I am well pleased. Ooh. God is not silent. We just have not learned how to hear him, but God still speaks to us and he will continue to do so. You know, the, the scripture talks about the steps of a good man are ordered of the Lord, Psalms uh, 37, 23. And so God is constantly, every single day, trying to order our steps. The challenge is, like if, he, if, if we take a step, and it takes faith to take a step, right? But if you take five steps before he gave you the second step, we're out of order. And so we could get to a step that we're not ready for. You know, a good example of that is, um, uh, you know, I've, I've been in, you know, we've been in ministry for, for a long time. And there's people that uh, may be called to pastor, uh, but they're, they, they know the word. They, they have a relationship with God. But there's one thing they lack in that servanthood. Somewhere along their walk or the steps that they took towards God, that got missed. So you can actually get all the way out and think that you've arrived, but the peace that you need was at the second step. And so it doesn't pay to go out ahead of God. We have to take it step by step. Step by step, because see, he's a God that will not give us the whole picture. We can't handle the whole picture. As much as we say, God, speak to me, speak to me, tell me what you want me to know. God said to you 25 years ago, forgive. One word. And we didn't do it. Why would he give us a sentence? Why, why would he give us a paragraph? We're waiting for something big and humongous, and it's just sometimes two words. And God can't go to the second step until we do the first thing. 
So why would he speak to us <laughs> and give us anything more than what he gave us the first time? Why would that would be ridiculous, wouldn't it? Especially if the second thing that you the second thing that you get or or what you're what you're believing to get is connected to the first but you hadn't done it. How is that going to work out? Because it's connected. Everything that God does is connected, y'all. Everything. That's why it doesn't pay to fret. When things don't work out, you have to, don't ask yourself, oh, well, why this, this didn't work out? God, reveal to me uh, what I missed. Reveal to me what I missed because I know you enough to know that you love me and you saw out way ahead of me. You saw way out ahead of this situation and you knew that what you wanted was for it not to work out. But what do we do? We fret. It's wasted energy. It's wasted time. When we can be focusing on, okay, God, you did not allow that for a reason. Who am I to question you? In your sovereign ways, who am I to, to, to think that you're not God? And you don't see everything. So it's, it's, it's imperative that we lock in, like what Ed was saying, uh, lock in. You did an amazing job too, by the way. I mean, I, you know, I didn't have to take notes because it's in my notes. <laughs> I mean, it, it was just so powerful in the way, the way God used you to, to bring that word out. I mean, it was so powerful. Um, but those steps, y'all, we got to watch our steps. Make sure that the steps we take. See, sometimes when you don't know what to do, this is what I've done. And, and we were taught this uh, a while back. Let's say, let's say you're going after a job. The best thing to do when you're doing anything, you're checking in with God. So what you do is you say, well, Lord, I believe this is the step I need to take. Now, you have at any time, you can stop me as I move towards to take this step. Now, I'm, and then you take the step. But then let's say they say, well, you know, you got to come back for another interview. So then you say, well, Lord, they told me, to come, you know, I can come back for another interview. Do you want me to take that next step? So then it's like, if you don't hear anything, then you say, well, Lord, I'm about to take this step. because, And, and then you have every right to stop me if you don't want me to take this step. And guess what? It's silent, right? You take the, ne the next step. So now they offer you the job. See, it's like David. Remember, uh, the scripture talks about um, when, when it was talking about uh, when David lost his family, he said, shall I pursue? See, he asked, he inquired of the Lord. So each step you take, you say, okay, now I took this step. At any time, you can stop me. They offered me the job. Shall I pursue? See, what you're doing is you're, 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 you're causing your relationship with God to be at more, not superficial, but more intimate. And you're looking at him as a father, as a parent, you know, as a child would a parent. And so, but that's what God wants. He sees us as his children. But we too busy for our, you know, our, our britches and we just keep taking step after step after step. And now we end over here. We, we end over here and God knows where because why? We did not take our time and listen and take each step by step and check in on him when we do take the step. And oftentimes you find that whatever it ends up being is what it was supposed to be. 
But we, we take steps and we ask later. And that's really unfair. It's unfair. Um, what else I got here? We talked about skipping steps. Um, missteps can take us, we talked about that, missteps can take us further away from God's plan for our life and not prepare you for the steps that you took. Um, the problem is there's a missing piece. We don't want to go through life with missing pieces. You know, you can get married, and if you don't, if you don't allow God to shape you in the marriage, there's going to be a lot of missing parts because we hadn't, we hadn't uh, got what we needed for that next level of love. Because, you know, when you get married, it's another level of love. It ain't about you. It's, it really isn't. It's not about us or me. It's about your mate. So, and, and I mentioned that, uh, you know, have we done the last thing that he told us? God won't give us any instructions until we complete the first because everything he tells us to do is connected to the next step. Um, gee whiz, I, 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 <laughs> he just told, told, he just, he laid it all out there. <laughs> um, oh, this is a good one. Uh, we will look at limita limitations and not his ability or limitless or limitless possibilities. We look at fear of failure, uh, forgetting that he has he that had begun a good work will perform it. See, we forget that uh, he will never leave us nor forsake us is what the word says. He's on our side, um, and forgetting that greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Forgetting that we're more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus. So those are some limitations that we limit God's possibilities. God is, God's possibilities are endless, but we limit him when we, when we do that, when we uh, are fear and, and don't know God's word. Um, let me see here. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about ways God speaks. Ways God speaks. Um, Ed was talking about a still small voice inside. That's one of the ways. Uh, it's a knowing within. God speaks to our spirit um, in thoughts or impressions. I'll give you a for instance. Um, <laughs> about a year ago, I was driving. And the Holy Spirit spoke to my spirit man. I had this impression that I was to call, um, well, I'll just say, two dealerships in Charlotte. Now this is about a year. This is about a year ago. So I called and what he told me to do is make a request that the church is in need of vans. Now this is a year ago, right? Guess what? It didn't happen, right? Because we're now a year later and we don't have church vans, right? How about God told me again to call? I just got this impression to call. Never once had I got a hold of these people, but nevertheless, I called, right? Just the, uh, yes, yesterday, just yesterday, the Holy Spirit said, call. So I call, guess what? Nothing, didn't hear from, did, didn't hear nothing. Couldn't get a hold of the, the two people. Well, I was uh, <laughs> minding my own business and got a call. 
from one of the guys. And then you know what he said? He said, listen, he said, we only give uh, a van because what, what I asked for was a 12 or 18, what was it, 12 or, 12 or 15 seat van. And I said this, I said, and you know, it could be a van that, you know, we, maybe we can do some work on it or whatever. He said, listen, ma'am, he said, we, we only give to one church that was in, what's that? Well, it's, it's in a rich neighborhood, let's just say that. <laughs> There's richer neighborhoods than just one. But anyway, he said, he said so we're, we're, we're only given, you know, to the, we give to that church. So then he goes on to say, he says, uh, he said, but what do you want? And I told him what I wanted. And so he said, that's fine. He said, just put it in writing. And so I said, well, what do you want me to say? What do you want me to say in the writing? You know what I'm saying? And, uh, and so he went on to say, he said, so what, what we do is like, you know, what, what, what we, it was only one church that we give to. He said, but I'm going to go ahead and give y'all um, the van. He said, when one comes in, then I'll make sure that you guys get a van. But he asked, I said, so what do you want me to say in the letter? He said, tell me what you want. <laughs> so, so that was one thing, right? But all because God spoke to me and said, call. See, you can't be caught up in when or how it's going to happen. You just need to be obedient. You just got to be obedient. The same thing happened, y'all, for the church. I'm minding my own business. I get an impression, and my spirit man said, go to the church. I went to the church. Nobody's in there. Nobody's at the church. And uh, uh, I, I, I called the church because he told me to call the church. Left a message with the pastor. Silent. February, I went back because I was at the, was at the uh, Anytime Fitness and the Spirit of the Lord told me, go now. I said, right now? I'm funky. I mean, you know what I mean? I'm just, I just, I'm, I just worked out. I mean, I can't go now because what if somebody's there? I went and it was a bunch of people was out there and they, they were, looked like they were finishing up doing whatever they, do, they were doing. I said, excuse me, sir. Excuse me. I said, do you know where the pastor is? He said, I am the pastor. Out of all those people, I went right to the man. And then from there, I mean, y'all know the whole story. Well, at least some of y'all know the whole story. But it was God. The timing. See, timing means everything. And just because something doesn't happen right away doesn't mean God ain't working on it. That's the thing we got to get. And, and, and then he has other ways that he, he, see, he is looking at the whole picture, not just my picture, not just your picture, because your picture is connected to somebody else's picture. Our house is a good example of that. We tried to, we tried to sell it four times it was in contract. Four times. But guess what? That house was someone else's testimony. Because those people went from a 900 square foot home to, what is it, almost 2,700 square foot home. Just like that. They wanted that house. They have a testimony. 
So it's not about us. It's always going to be connected with someone else, if that makes sense. Whatever it is you're believing for. So you, if you get selfish, I'm telling you, you will, you'll be, what about me? What about mine? How come this is not happening? What's going on? Well, what's going on is God is still working out the plan so somebody else can get blessed. Because it's connected to the very thing that you are trying to get. Thank you, Lord. Ooh, man. Okay, so we talked about, uh, okay, he speaks to us um, also uh, annoying within. We talked about that. God speaks to our spirits in thoughts and impressions. He speaks to us audibly. Now, I don't know if any of y'all have ever heard audibly the voice of God. One time I did. And I was going through something really uh, traumatic, actually. I was, uh, in, in, I was breaking up out of a relationship, and I, was, um, I, I needed a place to stay. And it was raining this particular day. And I was in the car. I knew my credit was jacked up. I knew it was jacked up. I didn't think anybody would, would give me credit. And, but I knew, I knew I had to get out of this bad relationship. And so... Um, Anyway, I sat in the car and I prayed, and all of a sudden I heard, I heard, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. Now, up to that point, I had never heard that, that particular word. You understand what I'm saying? I wasn't all into the word all like that, so that wasn't like, oh, I knew that word. But I heard the voice of God, and it, the best way that I could explain it is sounded like a, like a voice of many waters, like like. It was just, it was, it was rich. It was like a voice of water. It's really weird. But that was the time that I, so sometimes he can speak to you audibly uh, through his word. That's why it's imperative that we read his word. He speaks to us all the time in his word. You know, you could be reading about a story and God will tell you, that's you. That's you. You're reading about, you know, uh, what is it, uh, Rahab, and Rahab, Rahab is you. Um, he speaks through signs. You know, signs, there's signs everywhere. I know Pastor was uh, saying some years back, there's signs everywhere. You know, are you ever, like uh, a good example is uh, when we uh, were believing God for a church, um, all of a sudden we would get stuff in the mail. Like we got this big old thick package from Charlotte, North Carolina, talking about welcome to Charlotte. And then I was working a third shift job, y'all, doing mail. And my whole mail uh, thing was Charlotte, North Carolina. I mean, it was crazy. It was like God kept, there was signs. Don't, pay, don't be too busy not to pay attention to the signs. Even today, I was thinking about changing my message. And God said, no, I don't need you to change your message. You, te you teach what I was going to, because you know how you, you say, oh, I want something really popping. You know what I'm saying? And I was tempted. But you can see this is God speaking. He wants us to know he still speaks. He still speaks, man. It's so important that we get that. He speaks through dreams. He speaks through dreams, yep. And visions. So how do we know it's God? <laughs> how do we know it's God? Does it line up with the word? 
if something keeps coming up and it does not uh, oppose the word, so something over and over keeps coming up and it doesn't oppose the word, uh, we will have a supernatural peace. It's a peace that surpasses all understanding. You can't wrap your finger around it. If we're anxious, though, we can end up making something up. Yes. So don't be anxious. The scripture talks about be anxious for nothing. Because if you are anxious about something, you know how sometimes we can have a desire and we could be so anxious, but you'll, you made that up. You came up with that. So you got to watch being anxious because you can easily make something up. Judge it. Talk to someone that maybe uh, is spiritually, spiritually connected. You know, like a mentor, a spiritual mentor, a pastor. Uh, Hebrews thirteen seventeen in the New Living Translation says, "Obey your uh, your spiritual leaders and do what they say, and they, because they are accountable, basically, is what it was saying. Yeah, they have watch over your souls. Uh, you you talked about John ten twenty seven. My sheep hear my voice." And I know them, and they follow me. So with that in, in being said, come, in, uh, come unto him as a child. Like, I'll, I'll give you what I do. I, I actually talk to God like I'm talking to you or my husband or whoever. I don't, you know, because sometimes, think about it. People want to hear from God. They pray to God, but then they keep praying. They just keep praying. They keep talking. And God is like, Double Dutch. When can I get in? And then what we do? Amen. It's over. And we're telling God, well, you didn't speak up enough. You didn't, you should have, you should have, you should have stopped me or whatever. No, God is waiting for us to stop talking. We are to make our requests known, but then after we do that, we got to stop and listen. Be still and know that I am God. That's what he wants us to do. Spend some time. What I do, y'all, I mean, I literally, I, you, you probably think I'm talking to myself because I don't think I'm talking to myself. I think I'm talking to God. But in my car, when I'm downstairs, you know, he may hear, he may be thinking I'm talking on the phone, but I'm talking to God. And I'm kicking it with him. I'm not just like, I'm not just like, thou father in heaven, holy are thy righteous name, your daughter here is in need of whatever. It, it, I don't even do that. I say, wow, God, uh, that really hurt me when I heard this or that. What do you think? Stop. Listen. Because I asked him a question. How many of us will say, you know, and they really hurt me? And, you know, what do you think? But God, you know, I'm just saying. We didn't, even, we didn't even stop to hear what he had to say. And so sometimes we, we, don't, tune our, we don't tune in, like what uh, uh, Brother Ed was saying, we don't tune in to what the heart of God. The heart of God always wants us to get his heart. So you don't have to worry about God doesn't speak to me. No, he's not speaking to you. It's not because he's, he, he's not speaking. It seems like he's silent, but he's not. We've got too many things. We're too busy going. There's too many noises in our head. 
we got ourselves we got television radio you know we, we music and so we got to get to a place where we're we're still we're we're still we got to be still <coughs> and then we got to be obedient obedience is so key because you never really know it was God until you're obedient to see it work out see when things don't work out as much you know if, if you're not if, if God tells you to do one thing and you do the opposite and it doesn't work out guess what you know you it wasn't supposed to be for you to do but if you are obedient because of what he told you to do and it works out you heard from God how about that I mean it's not a rocket science See, we make it seem like it's so, so uh, hard to hear from God. He wanted as much as we wanted. That's what he wants me to tell us tonight, or all of us tonight. He wants it as much as you want it. I want to spend time. I want to be intimate. You hear that all the time. You know, be intimate with God. You know, you hear that all the time, but we're not allowing ourselves to be intimate. Because we don't stop. We don't listen. And so we got to train ourselves how to listen. And one way you could do that is doing it with your family members. Start listening. I'm talking to myself too, y'all. Because y'all know you could be talking to your mate. That person's like, do 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 you know, just, just running off everything. And you, all you're doing is you're being patient to give your point of view. You ain't heard a thing that person said. You're just waiting for them to stop. You see what I'm saying? And, and, <laughs> and it's so easy to do that. So we got to take our time and really, really like lock in to listen. Because if you can't do it in the natural, you definitely ain't going to be able to do it in the spirit. So it's important and imperative that we start to listen. We got to train ourselves to do that because it's so easy. We're selfish. I don't care about what you have to say. I'm waiting for you to finish so I can say what I want to say. That's what's important. And that's where we get tripped up. So, you know, we, we got to train ourselves to be uh, patient and to, be, be, uh, to listen, to really listen. And do what, do what uh, Samuel said. Remember when he was in the, when he was in the temple, uh, the Lord called him three times. And then Eli said the third time, he said, he said, I think that was God. Tell him, here I am. What does it say? It, it says, Lord, speak, Lord. Your servant is listening. So that's something I actually say. If I hear God saying something, speak, Lord. Your servant is listening. That would be a good thing to say to God. You can put it in your own words, but that's what Samuel did. And then do not, uh, well, we talked about that. So I'll say it again. Um, it doesn't pay to fret. Uh, it's never, ever about you only. Even your desire is connected uh, to someone other than yourself. I'll give you an example of that. Um, we were, um, it was girl talk. And it was only three people on this line. This is some years back. And they, the three people that was on the line was desiring to be married. And so the Spirit of the Lord told me 
to let them pray for their husbands as if he's already here. And they first they were like, well, I mean, I've been believing God for eight years. I've been <laughs> celibate for eight years. <coughs> and so, so anyway, they prayed. And I mean, the anointing fell on, you could feel the presence of God on, on the line. Um, two people out of the three got married. One of the persons actually, and this is what I told her, I said, because she was still kind of like, well, you know, God, I've been praying all this time. I've been celibate for eight years and hold myself and God seems like he's taken forever. And I said, listen, you may be ready, but your husband may not be. Matter of fact, your husband be, could be, you know, getting out of a, a divorce. I mean, he could be going through so many other things. So it's not, a, it's not just you. And I said, you're, I said, the good thing is your husband doesn't have to be necessarily born. Now, he may need to be born again, but he, he's in the earth. I said, well, that's good news. Your husband is in the earth. And they said, I never thought about that. I said, so what you got to do is don't pray till your husband get here. Pray now for your husband. Pray for his job. Pray for his health. Pray for wisdom. Pray for vision. Pray for him like as if he's there. Well, they begin to pray. Long of a short, the one lady, she actually got a call from a guy that she hadn't heard from years. And he said, you know, you know, the Lord just laid you on my heart. He said uh, that God told me you're going to be my wife. Now, mind you, he said, and you know, I didn't call you. I didn't call you for a while because I was going through a divorce. Do you see that? So it wasn't just about, give me, give me, give me my husband. He had to go through his, his test, his trial. He had to go through whatever he had to go through to get ready for her. But it was just the fact that, you know, we can be so caught up in a, I want it, I want it now, not realizing it's connected to a whole nother life. They're married to this day. Happily married. And so I'm just saying, you know, don't fret when it seems like you're, that the, the, the answer that you're believing for hasn't happened. Don't fret. This week, we are setting ourselves apart to hear from God, right? And we want to we wanna hear clearly what God is saying, right? And we want to hear things that we don't even know what we even want to hear like you know sometimes you can have in your mind what it is you want to hear but how about hearing some things that you had no clue was on the heart of God that's powerful and so I just I just uh want to encourage everybody <laughs> with my brother Ed you heard from God no we couldn't have orchestrated this like God is saying something tonight he's actually saying I still talk I need you to listen. I need you to tune in. I need you to know that I am God. Be still. Practice his presence. You know, stand still. Like, really train yourself, y'all, to do nothing. No TV. You just sit there. Start out with five minutes. I do it. There's, I may do it for hours. Just sitting there doing nothing. And allow myself to breathe, like to feel myself to breathe, to, to, to think about some of the good things that is, you know, reflecting. Yeah, we don't even do that anymore. We miss God. See, not only are we not hearing him, we miss him. God is working all the time and we miss him because we simply don't pay attention.
We don't, or we don't rehearse the righteous acts of God. You know, Judges 5.11 talks about rehearse the righteous acts of God. We don't reflect on the goodness of God, on the mercy of God, on the grace of God, on the love of God. We don't reflect on where he's brought us from. And when you do those things that causes gratitude to, to boil over in your heart, you ain't even got time to get depressed because you're reflecting on the goodness of God. So tonight, I wanted to encourage everybody with my brother Ed, good job too, that God is still wanting to talk to us. We've got to quiet ourselves. We've got to tune in to what he's saying. We can't be busy anymore, but take, you know, out of a day. Now, look, you've got 24 hours, what, 24 7 hours, what is it, 24 7? 24 hours in a day, right? How come he can't get 15? Just what you just saying, nothing, so you can hear from God. And this is what's going to happen. One or two things will happen. You will hear absolutely nothing. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Sometimes that happens. You absolutely doesn't hear, you don't hear nothing. And so then you say, see, this don't work. But that's a, ploy, that's a trick from the enemy. What, what God is trying to do is train you to just be still. To, 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 to really try to lock in and, and trust and believe that he's going to do it. It may take two weeks of you doing it every single day. How bad do you want it? That's, that's it. Because they that hunger and thirst after righteousness will be filled. So it's how bad do you really want uh, that, that connection? And so I just want to encourage you. I, 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 God speaks to me in so many ways, but most of the time I think it's in my inner man. And every time it's always on point. I pick up something, I discern something, uh, and, it's, and, and, and it's almost like a, like, like, I almost can like, like put my life on it. That's in some cases, it's, it's, it's that strong. Why? Because I've, I've spent time with him and I know when it's God and when it's me. That's the thing. See, you'll begin to know. And then, you know what? It's so powerful that, that you could be so connected with God. It's almost like God. And that happens too. That's how close, closely connect, connected you are. So I just want to encourage everybody.